Now we start a new series. It's the love of Christ that compels us. There's nothing else except His great love. Now there's some powerful truth. And the truth we need to discover this morning in the service for a few minutes, there out of 2 Corinthians chapter 5, and I think it's at verse 14, where we start this morning about our life journey. This is Paul speaking. He helps us how to pick up momentum. Now momentum is a very interesting thing. When you start rolling, you pick up speed. Somebody say speed. Second Corinthians chapter number 5 and verse number 14. Are we there? Now listen how the scripture Afrikaans say, die liefde van Christus ons, ons. The love of Christ. Did you see that next word there? Does that sound, now we don't like the word control. It says, the love of Christ controls an urge and impels us. So what's driving you in this life? Is it to be famous? Is it to have a lot of money? To live there in Bishop's Court? Is it just that people must know who you are? Is it business? What, what, what drives you? We have a lot of stuff that's driving us. But as believers, there's only one thing that can controls us and impels us. Now, you hear all over the world, people use Romans chapter 8, and it says, creation is waiting. Waiting on what? On the manifestation of the true sons and daughters of God. Some scripture says just sons, some says of the children of God. But we just read that portion. If you read a few scriptures, keep that scripture up there, please, the one we've got there. It will say, those who are led by the Holy Spirit. So if there's a possibility and God's design that I can be led by the Spirit, but there's also a possibility that I can be led by something else. I can be led by a familiar spirit, and I don't want to get the spirit thing. I can be led by my desire. I can be led by many things, but the instruction of the word. He addressed the believers. And when he addressed them, for the love of Christ, the love that Christ has for us, not we have for him, that you discover, and I promise I will not gossip, that there's days that you really, it's not so lekker met die Heere nie. Heere, maar jy is dan kostbaar. Kom hier jou lekker ding. Sometimes, we have to do it by faith. Kom vir jou hamburger, en daar is 20 vir Rennies, as het McDonald's is. 
listen. Then you do it by faith. There's not a person in this room that tells me that you don't have that experience somewhere in your life. Help me. That experience don't come when the rose petals are floating on the bathtub and there's glitter everywhere in the room and the chocolates are flying and the roses are coming and there's a lot of money and income and the business flourish. Normally that thing comes when death knocks on your door. You sit and they gave you a diagnosis, you're going to die. And you know the heathen guy got healed, but here I am, a believer. What's the issue? Help me. Now, can you do something this morning? Put your thumb under your chin. You will discover you have a mask on and just pull it off. It's the unmasking of the true sons and daughters of God. If somebody asks you, how are you doing? Then we get that glory fit and the shivering. <laughs> glory to God. God is on the throne. The Lord is still my shepherd. I shall not want. God is ruling. I'm not asking how God is doing. How are you doing? We never say, I'm hurt. I'm disappointed. I want to hire a hit man for a few people. I want to rob a bank. Now, please don't do it. I am in despair. We never, through the years, Christians has learned to become plastic. Help me. We have a big chap on our forehead. Just check if Kevin from China is not watching. Made in China. Plastic. What is God doing in 2024? The purge, the fire that so heat up, will bring things out of you to discover who you really are. How God loves you. Now, I don't speak to God in a different language. Ek praat met die soos ek hier praat. I don't, when I start praying and say, Oh, Himmelse Father, Onse God, what in the Himmel is. That the Lord need to ask Gabriel now, who's that talking to me right now? I've learned you can only be genuine when you are you. When you are you. We're only superhuman when we are, if the love of Christ compels us. There's times when you're weak. Everybody around you flourish. And you know that neighbor, he serves God. But sometimes you smell in your house, he's using Tarzan tobacco. And then you hear somebody swing on the the trees outside your house, and he goes, whoa, 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 Tarzan, because he smoked Tarzan tobacco. But he's prosperous, and he goes on, and God, how does this work? I'd be like that. Can I get an amen from somebody? And then we start making questions.
scripture says, for the love of Christ must control us. That love urges us. That love impels us because, because is going to explain why that statement was made. We are of the opinion and the conviction that if one died for all, then all died. Turn to somebody say, you're still too much alive in the flesh. If we can let this flesh just die and let your spirit man rise up and be led by the spirit. And it's amazing. When you're led by the spirit, God will give you instruction that your flesh will scream against. This morning when the alarm clock went off, your flesh said, Slap, my baby, slap. Kumbaya, my Lord, kumbaya. You can go tonight or next Sunday. I know people that had that opinion and they never saw tonight or next Sunday. Your spirit says, jump up. This is your morning. Your morning for your breakthrough. The morning that a word will be deposited in your spirit, man, that will transform and change your life. And this is the thing, family, that we need to discover. Because the thoughts of the mind is not always the mind of Christ. That's why we have godly ideas, but not God's ideas. And I prophesied last week, we're going to see an exodus happen out of every denomination, every church, because people got tired for all the gimmicks and all these church play stuff. They're looking for real people that can connect and identify. And when they tell you their situation, you say, I know I was there. Let me pray with you. Let me help you. How can I take you? I cannot learn from somebody who never makes a mistake. Because if you made a mistake and you came through the mistake and I made that same mistake, you can take me by the hand and say, let me help you through because I know how to come out of that mistake. Help me somebody. And this is the, the, the powerful thing that we need to discover because God's divine order, the principle of 1st of January. Listen, remove man's plans. Many are the plans in a man's heart. But it's only the purposes of God that will and that can prevail. That's why your biggest enemy is not the devil, not a person. It's ourselves. We've done ourselves more damage than comparing yourself with somebody else. Live for the opinion what people say about you. You cannot. You're unique. He loves you. Cares for you. He, he, he died so that we can be ever with him while we live on the face of the earth, that we can be that disciples, that ambassadors of Jesus. Because this is that we can pick up momentum. 
people. Because Ephesians 2.10, for we are God's own handwork. <laughs> oh my word. This is so powerful. The enemy tries, he prowls around like a roaring lion to do what? He wants to deceive you to say you're not good enough. You made a mistake. So what? I made many mistakes. But I've learned a mistake that you made in the past can become an excuse that will rub you where greatness wants to connect with your capacity. Remember the story in the Bible? Jesus walked and he said, follow me. Lord, I bought oxen. <laughs> First need to. The other one, wait till my father died. I need to bury him, then I'll follow you. The other one, I, I'm going to marry a wife. The other one bought land that he never saw. But they missed greatness wants to connect with their capacity, but their excuses, excuses, is the most dangerous, fabricated lie of the enemy that will deposit in your head so you will not be able to move from where you are and where you're supposed to be. Excuses rob you from that Zoe life of God where Jesus just want to tell you because this is the year of the door I don't need a godly door I need God's door to walk through there's a lot of godly doors I need a God's door God's own door to walk through Jesus said I am the door now let me quickly come to an end turn to your neighbor say God, we're in for another great miracle. The word compels means to cause someone by force to be or to do something to obtain by force exact to compel obedience. The love of Christ compels us, the meaning it constrains us. Paul says, I am in chains for Christ. It drives us. It motivates us. It guides us. This driving force in our lives should come all from Christ's love for us. That's a powerful and a motivating factor this morning, believers. Listen, that can impel us to make the right decisions in life as well as stay on the track with Jesus. John chapter 13 Verse 35, the TEB translation. Stay there in, in 2 Corinthians 5. It says, you have love for one another. Jesus speaking. If you've got a King James Bible, it will stand in red. Then everyone will know that you are my disciples. That in context, this is what it means. Jesus measure. My spiritual authority and maturity, not how good I can preach. And I can do, get crowds on the seat standing, and I've done that. It's not how good, listen, or how big my title is. Sometimes we have more degrees than a thermometer. 
and our titles is bigger than the page can contain. It's not the anointing alone. It's not my position. Because Paul says, I can prophesy, I can cast out devils, I can raise the dead. 1 Corinthians 13. But if I don't have love, I just make a noise. The time of noisy Christians is over. We are in a serious thing. The move of God in South Africa, they asked me to open parliament for the DA a few years ago. It was me, the imam from the Muslims, and some tribal person. And as I walked to the podium, the Lord said, prophesy over the Western Cape. I mean, what they understand of prophecy. And I said, hear the word of the Lord. South Africa is not going under, it's going over. This nation is going to have not a breakdown, but a breakthrough. Thus saith the Lord. Will you do this and say, you missed just a good place to clap your hands. 2024 is that year. Hear the word of the Lord. I don't care. There's a lot of negativity going on. Hear the word of the Lord. The atmosphere changers are sitting here. The history makers are in this building tonight or this morning. The planet shakers are sitting. My God, you are here in this place. Hallelujah. You're not saved only to make heaven. You the greatest miracle after Jesus' death, burial, resurrection, and ascension. Because you are the temple of the Holy Ghost. You are the one that God wants to use. The time of the one man thing is gone. That main peanut in the packet's not going to matter when the revival happened in 2013. And we took over from God TV that revival. The Lord told me in that service while I was making an altar call. He said, Gustav, you not the man. I thought, why did God tell me that? I thought, now we're on television. He said, whenever you pray in an altar call, you're not the man to do that because I want to use whosoever is available. How many whosoever's we have in this building? My God, if you are a whosoever and want God to use you to raise the dead, heal the sick, cast out devils, speak in new tongues, do mighty history things, if you're that person, can you do something and just jump in your chair and say it's me? Listen. Must land. Jesus said, The way how I measure your maturity is how much you love. Because it's that love, not sloppy agape, the love that is willing to lay its life down, to die in itself. Now that I live, it's no longer me that lives, but Christ who lives in and through me. It's Christ's love through us that's going to change the world. So what's the, the action plan in February? Is to move people from hearing 
to doing. God's eternal plan while you are alive on the face of the earth. Not one of us carry the guarantee except by faith that we're going to see tomorrow. I know people that never. The Sunday night we had wheelchairs empty there in October the 24th. And people were healed supernaturally, the blind saw. And on that platform we decide, Nikki and Lindy is going to drive with my car back to Naisna, the wilderness, come back next Sunday. Monday. After he called me to the Arthur Seed Hotel and told me the four things that will happen in this nation, he laid hands on me. Two and a half hours later, him and Lindy were instantly killed with their neighbor that hit them in a head-on collusion 13 kilometers the side of Swellendam. The next day he was in my morgue, 45 years young preacher, Nicky van der Westeis. Not one of us had the idea that the whole church will be changed. I took their brains out of the windows of, there was parts, took it out like that hair. A man that left me yesterday, the very next day, I've learned your time. You can never, you can lose a job, lose a business, lose a house, lose a car, lose a relationship. You can get it back. But there's one thing you can never buy back. Time. We think so. You know, in the 30s, in the dirty 30s, then you get into the naughty 40s, then you get into the reckless 50s, and then you get into that high overdraft 60s. You know, we think, no time. And if Paul addressed the believers, he says, redeem the time. So time is very valuable in this time. Because what does this all mean? It's not in the hearing of the word. It's in the doing. Jesus tells us the commission. Listen. He tells us for God's mission and we're part of it. Go and make disciples of all nations. The thing the enemy fights the most, doesn't care if you're a church goer or a church believer, but please don't fulfill what you were designed for. That's why the church is the vehicle, the local church, Christ the head, right to the church in Ephesus, to Sardis. That was congregations. The mailman arrived there with a letter to the pastor, the angel of the church. This new rubbish that people preach. No, I belong to the global church. Don't need a local church. There's no global if there's not a local. And now they get more spiritual. I belong to the invisible church. I told somebody the other day, get the invisible pastor to bury you when you die. Don't come and ask me. 
because it sounds these Christian knees didn't change the nation. It's the simple gospel by becoming doers of what we hear. Because God's divine plan is in every area of your life. And His plan is that you will bear much fruit. Say, bear much fruit. And how it happens, it's when that love compels me. Sometimes we need to come to the place to say, God, I choose to forgive. Our oldest son died in 2008. I was angry. Very angry with God. You say, the stuff around this Ike battled to process that after 18 months we were in America and I said to Yaku you better lay hands on me and pray for me I'm not going to make it I said my Lord I've been in this church since 1996 I've never heard you once speak negative I said I'm angry so angry it was like a spirit of grief jumped in and on me but that day he laid hands on me and I said father forgive me I'm sorry I'm sorry that I've waited 18 months I've wasted it because I was so the Afrikaans word is behip with my condition. I missed the position. He laid hands and that thing left me. But during that time, I ministered to people who lost their children in ways that I went one day, I said to a lady, I'm better off than you because I wouldn't be able to process what you processed. I'm not an angry person. I don't have enemies. I can be, I don't keep grudges. People who's going to do the table, come please. I shared the story here. I drove one day after a Wednesday night service and I dropped a family in Paro. And as I came back under the R300 bridge, whew, God's going to help some people. The anger pushed up in me against my father. Now he grew up in a church angels, house devils environment. It's all what I know my whole life is church. I, I don't know anything else. I stopped the car. I said, God, this is not me. I don't care carry grudges. I said, I'm easy to forgive. 
said, and that against my father, I said, that's a no-no thing. And I heard the Lord. You dealt with the fruit of bitterness, never with the root. Me? Lord said, yes, you have a root of bitterness inside of you. Stop the car there next to the N1. I said, Father, forgive me. I let it go and I drop it. Mark 11, when you pray, forgive. Jesus taught their Father which art in heaven, forgive me my trespasses as I forgive the one that trespasses against me. I I was great I shared this story in Sutkivar in Russia those people don't cry they show no emotions suddenly in this big conference suddenly people start crying all over in Russia they don't cry, they show no emotions they don't smile, they don't laugh they don't pull a face. They intimidate you. They stare at you the whole time. And Russians go, don't go to the altar. They stood up and came to the front crying. They said, the root of bitterness is in us, in this nation. Because of our family members that was murdered and in Siberia, blah, 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 the story. Let the love of Christ make a quality decision. That's why James says, don't be hearers only. How do I know people are hearers? Because I see the result of the previous weekend services or that night service if God is really first. God said, I don't want to be in second. I, I need want you because I love you. You're my first love. Let the love of Christ compels us, urge us, drives us. Satan, no, if you have a strange current in your spirit, you will not be sensitive enough between God's voice, your voice, and the devil's voice. This is a daily decision. It's a surrender. Vicious surrender is in let your love. Because when I really love, then giving is not a problem. Caring is not a problem. Feeding the multitudes is not a problem. I said, I don't want to be known for signs, wonders, and miracles. I want to be known that I loved people Unconditionally. By this shall all men know. Prophecy go and tongues go. Jesus, uh, Paul says, but love will remain. What does love do? It restore. It restore. I had battles in my life, but this last six and a half months, was fighting two situations 
when I decide to take authority and say, I am going to let the love of Christ compels me, urge me to live out God's dream. What is God's dream? To go and make disciples, to win the lost for any cost, to bring people into the kingdom. The fact that you never bring anybody to Jesus is a fact that somewhere you're on a booby trap of the enemy because you're powerful, you're loaded, you have the Holy Spirit, you have all the gifts, you have the fruit of the Spirit, you have capacity, you have His potential, you have His ability. It's no longer I that liveth, but Christ that lives in inside me. But the fact that I cannot come to that Matthew 28 to go and make disciples, teach them, baptize them. We've been baptizing since last the past few weeks. We baptize every week, people. 30 at a time, two at a time, three at a time. It's not about just baptism. It's about Jesus' instruction. So if you're not baptized, Come, let you be baptized. Repent and be baptized. Part of the follow the instruction. Connect. You have an amazing race that you can impact the world. That night when God said, you know the man, I want to use the whosoever is available because the end time move will be nameless and faceless. It's challenging us, these services, to go higher. Well, my past, I did that. Blow your past. It's forgiven. If you confess it, it's under the blood. Just go forward. Don't let the enemy keep you in a prison without bars. Don't let the enemy incarcerate you in your mind. I know what it is, people. But I had to let go by His grace. Because that scripture says, verse number 15, please, don't worry, we're nearly done. Let me read just 15. And he died for all, so that all those who live, those who live, who's alive here? Here, I can't go for Patrick the Cock. He's a part of the way. He's sticking his hand up. Let's go for him. Who's alive in this place? Okay, praise the Lord. Now, so that all those who live might live no longer. You see that word there. No longer means no longer. No longer to and for themselves. That's what covered did. There's a selfishness about. He says, but to and for him who died. For whom must I live? For him who died and who was raised again for their sakes. Go to verse 16. And. Eins, zwei, drei, vier, fünf, six, seven. Ach, no, ah, there we are. Consequently, from now on, we estimate and regard. And he died for all, so that... From now on, we estimate and regard no one from a purely human point of view, in terms of natural standards of value. No, even though we once died, we once did estimate Christ from a human viewpoint and as a man. Yet now we have such knowledge of Him that we know Him no longer in terms of the flesh. Go on, please. Just go on as I read. Listen. 
Therefore, if any man is engrafted in Christ, the Messiah, he's a new creation, a new creature altogether. The old, the previous, the moral, and the spiritual condition has passed away. Behold, the fresh and the new has come. Verse number 99. But all things we are from God, who through Jesus reconciled us to himself, received us into favor, brought us into harmony with himself, and gave to us. Say, I get it. You've got it. Say, I get it. Say, I get it, pudding. Say, I get it. I get it. You have it. So use what you have to get what you want. Because God's not going to use angels. He doesn't want to use fish and donkeys and ravens. He wants to use the new creatures. He says, and he gave to us the ministry of reconciliation. What's the greatest miracle on the face of the earth? I've seen the dead raised, cancers healed, supernatural, blind eyes open by word. I've seen all these by the grace of God. That's not the greatest. The greatest is when a sinner comes home. The greatest is when your, your sinner family comes home. He gave you that ministry. Well, they first need to lay hands on me. And then I need to be anointed with oil again. That's why you don't have hair. Because we anointed you so many times that hair doesn't grow there anymore. It's now time to get in action. Now for those of you who don't have hair, I want to compliment you. Hair doesn't grow on brains. So don't worry. Vianna and myself were in St. Martin Island in the Caribbean. And I said, today, we're going to cut all our hair off. I would like to walk bald-headed. And I sat in that chair there in St. Martin's Islands, close to the Bahamas. And the hairdresser looked at me and she said, Oh, my God, you will look ugly without hair. I said, just leave my hair, just leave my hair, just leave my hair. Don't touch it, don't touch it. So Dahlia, oh, no, no, Adrian, come. And he draw a thing and do something on computer with me, with no hair on. I said, my Lord, I look like Uncle Festus of the Adams family. I said, Jesus, why put, I put hair on my head right now? He gave you the ministry. You have it. You have it. The day when you accept Christ, you have it. You have it. You have the greatest ministry to snatch people out of the claws of the enemy, out of hell, and bring them in His marvelous light. He gives you the ministry of reconciliation that by word and deed, action, say action, we might aim to bring others into harmony with Him. That's the mission. Hallelujah. Not preaching as 5%. Not the gifting as 5%. To love you up godly calling verse number 20 so we are not you gonna be not maybe you are already Christ ambassador you're either gonna be a great ambassador or you're gonna be a useless ambassador so we are already Christ ambassadors. God making us appeal as it were through us. We as Christ's personal representative. When, when people look at you, 
nie, maar sê Christ personal representative. Jy sê, Heere Gustaf, ek wil nie na hierdie dienst toe gekom het nie, but, but you hear because an assignment that you can understand and I'm serious with this. Because of time. He made you Christ personal representative. The next word, beg you for his sake to lay hold of the divine favor now offered you and be reconciled to God. Wat moet ons drijf? Sy liefde. You love your wife, but you see her. You live in the same town, but you doesn't come home. Once every nine months to make a baby. Or you came home now and then. Where are you? No, I'm busy there, there. Do you think she's going to be happy? Wives bail me out. Can I get wives that will stand to their feet right now and say, I will not be happy. I want him home. Come on, men. Will you be happy? When your wife comes now and then to visit you. No. That's why you go through her phone. You go through her pockets. You smell what perfume is it sickly. Why? Your love. Your lover. Jesus loved us so much. He said. I want you because I need you. You're the person that I have called by your name. I've counted the hair on your head, numbered your days. I know everything about you. I choose you because I know of you. this morning with this communion table to say God I take a stand you're going to cost to take a stand and then you need to commit to that stand to pick up momentum I go to gym I've got worldwide South Africa also gym membership there was times that I gym. then I'm overseas and then when I come back I go look at the gym where they do and I said I'd rather go and sit in the sauna and have free sweat than work me up because I break the momentum when you make that decision South Africa not about us not a lofty thing it's this nation prophets all over the world start prophesying they send me God said now 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 revive the church that we can harvest the world when information becomes revelation there will be a transformation and if you're that person this morning maybe you're here and you don't know Jesus and you say Gustav I need to know Jesus this morning that's your morning maybe you served him once upon a time and you backslid life was not kind and fair to you and you say I need to turn back this is your morning Maybe you sit here and you say, I need to break this thing. 
of anger, of unforgiveness, of hurt, of pain. Even if I don't feel like it, I do it by faith. I choose to do it. And you will see how God will help you. I make a quality decision this morning. I'm going to be his personal representative on the face of the earth. If that's you, will you stand with me right now? Father, we thank you for the table. Thank you that you were wounded for my transgressions. Even what I battle with right now, if it's unforgiveness, bitterness, disappointment, sickness, disease, Lord, thank you that you gave your life. He took the bread and he broke it as a symbol that night that he would die on Calvary for us took the cup after the meal and I said this cup is the New Testament the new covenant of my blood as often as you do it you will honor his death, burial and resurrection what this cup means this communion moment means I am in a covenant with God God kept his covenant that's when blood was shed a covenant was made and thank you you can serve and the covenant is I came that you might have life and have this life in abundance. You're going to take this cup. Father, we are standing in holy ground. We've heard the word. Every cycle is broken. We let go of unforgiveness and the root of bitterness or anger. What keeps us away? Because God, we have found out we are wasting time on stones while we're losing diamonds. Because the stones can take us nowhere, it's limited. But the diamonds can catapult us into dimensions. And you are more precious this morning than anything. We come before you. The sinner this morning in this building, pray, Lord Jesus, forgive me my sin. Wash me in your blood. I heard the word this morning. I want to serve you. I accept you in my life. If you were a backslider, say, Jesus, forgive me for being lukewarm and a backsliding condition. I come out of my backsliding situation and I move into dimensions greater. Thank you for forgiveness. Thank you, Jesus. We break this thing. We make a commitment. We come to vicious surrender. We refuse to be part-time Christians where we need to fight a full-time devil. We hear we're not an AWOL, absent without leave. Paul describes us, we soldiers of Jesus. Thank you for this mighty army in this building this morning, this clouds that can change lives, impact the world. Take that bread and share it with somebody and say thank you for the victory. Thank you for my victory. Thank you for my healing. Take the blood. Say there is power and victory in the blood. Because he breaks every chain. Every chain this morning. You will hear chains. The chains are falling off. Your chains are falling off. I lose people this morning from your past. Guilt and self-condemnation. 
you will have no authority right now. We speak life, life in resurrection power, life in resurrection power, life in resurrection power, life in resurrection power. To be everything God wants me to be. You will lay your hands on the sick, God will heal them, you will cast out devils, you will raise the dead, you will speak in your tongues. Jesus, just whisper that name, say Jesus. Jesus, say Jesus one more time. Say it with authority. Say Jesus. What? What a name that's above all names. We love you, Jesus. Let freedom rule in this house. When you discover, say, I am free. Will you give God the loudest praise, the wildest worship, the wildest of everything? Come on, somebody. you Lord we're here to fulfill the great commission to live out people say God make me a prophet God make me a apostle God make me this no no he said I gave you the greatest ministry on the face of the earth to bring people out of darkness into his marvelous light because he who wins souls is wise When a sinner comes to repentance, the angels rejoice. Heaven rejoice. Are you blessed this morning? Turn to your neighbor, say, you too blessed to be stressed. Say, the shackles is off. Say, watch me, we're going to do it. Say, watch me. Say, I cancel every appointment for for tonight. I'm coming, I'm coming. There's pastors that phone me that's going to drive from Uriasburg that need miracles. Tonight we're going to see a great service. Pastor Les, will you pray? Father, we just thank you today, Lord, for the word that's gone forth. Lord, we believe and trust you that the word cannot and will not return void. But Lord, it will accomplish that which is sent out to you. So we seal every single thing that has been spoken today, Father God. We declare it into being, Father. We thank you that your word, Father, is the foundation. It's a rock upon which we build our lives. So every word that's gone forth, we thank you, Lord, will bring forth fruit in the lives in Jesus name so we bless you now we ask you to protect every single person so each one go their own way and that you will return them again safely in Jesus name we ask and everybody said Amen. Amen